0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you on what was a beautiful night. An absolutely beautiful night of baseball by the Phils down in South Florida. Uh, they go down to, to, to Tampa Bay, a place where, frankly, like they've struggled the last couple of years. Um, obviously, the Rays are really good, and the Phils' last couple of years haven't been so good. Uh, but it was one of those series heading into it, of course, off the weekend. It's like, really, you lost two or three to the Nats. Uh, Friday was uninspiring. Saturday was an offensive explosion. Sunday was like... Just more of an annoying kind of game. And then they go down to Tampa. Knowles is, is brilliant yesterday. They get some clutch hitting. But tonight, tonight to me was one of the best wins of the season. And, and frankly, my biggest takeaway of the game, which is always brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, is I have no idea what baseball team I just watched. Like, let me run through everything that just happened in this game. And again, 215, 9494 for you to get in. But think of the things that we have complained about the most with this team, whether it be uh, this year, whether it be the last, I don't know, four years, whether it be uh, during the stretch run of last year. And think about everything thats that you've been tweeting about, you've been talking to your friends about, and they pretty much did the opposite of tonight. And I like that on the anniversary of Seinfeld debuting the Phils took out the Costanza and did the exact opposite of what they usually do. Uh, first off, the big the big one is 11 straight wins in the road, which is the first time it's happened since 1976. 11 straight wins in the road. This is a team that I've grown accustomed to laying down on the road and then being great at home. Well, it's kind of flipped this year. They've gotten away from, from Citizens Bank Park. They've come together. Um, and 11 straight wins doesn't happen by accident. And, and I think it... It shows a level of camaraderie, obviously. I mean, this is a team that I thought during the World Series run last year. You know, we didn't know who they were, really, and for for even the last couple years. They got in, they went on a run, and you started to see the personality show. Well, part of what makes good, talented teams great teams and and more of a team rather than just a collection of players is to me, is being able to win on the road. And especially going down to, to a tough place like Tampa. I mean, the, the Rays had only lost two home series all year. One of them just happened to the Phillies. Um, you know, they go out to Oakland. They, they sweep them. Uh, Arizona, place, another house of horrors. Uh, uh, is Chicago, another place where they've struggled the last couple of years. And they're slowly starting to check off some of these demons that have haunted them the last couple of years. So, 11 straight road wins. Just shocking. 5 for 12 with runners in scoring position. I mean... That I mean seems impossible, but it is possible. I just want the Phillies to know that. Like it's okay, you're allowed to to get hits with runners in scoring position. Five for twelve tonight. That's been something that's killed them all year. They had five two out RBIs. Usually when they get some runners on, there's two outs. I, I don't see them kind of come through and and bring those runners home and extend innings and put pressure on pitchers. They well, they did the opposite tonight. Five two out RBIs. They had two home runs. You know they've been have they've been doing better in the power department. I want to say for the uh, you know the Cubs series. I thought they were really good uh, with driving some balls out of the ballpark, and that's something that has to happen. I mean Nick Castellanos, what he is starting to show at the plate. I believe he has eight home runs in his last twenty seven games, which is a really really good sign. Because um, you know I, I, you take you take the hitting this year from Castellanos a three fifteen ish average, but you know you go from just being a singles hitter to to truly being a real difference maker in the in the middle of the lineup by being able to drive the ball to the ballpark. And, and Castellanos unbelievable. He's the all star right now for the Phillies. Um, maybe someone else gets in. Taiwan Walker. I mean, what he's doing right now is is certainly warranted. Ranger, even though a hiccup against the Nationals. Bryson Stott. I mean, we'll get into him in a little bit here. But uh, either way, two home runs tonight. They had three doubles. They stole three bags. I mean, that's yeah, that's good old fashioned baseball. Uh, they turned three double plays. What? I never see the Phils turn double plays. And maybe because I was maybe because growing up. I was spoiled by having Jimmy Rollins and, and, and Pedro Feliz and Chase Utley's, where, where, where I felt like, oh, these guys are obviously turning a double play here. Well, the last couple of years have been the opposite of that. Tonight they turned three. Yeah, that has to be a, a record for the last couple of years. Either way, that was an aberration. And Taiwan Walker, you know, he, early was struggling. Um, now, Trey Turner didn't help him out early as well defensively, but regardless, he went seven innings. He struggled early. He battled his way through it. And I, and credit to Rob Thompson. In the seventh inning, he could have pulled him. But he's been doing this thing with his starters recently where he's given them shots to finish out innings and finish out outings and leave them on a really high note. He did it last night with Aaron Nola. That's fine. Aaron Nola earned that spot last night. And Taiwan Walker, to me, earned that spot tonight. So uh, Rob Thompson making that adjustment with, well, with his starters um, has just been phenomenal. Uh, again... What baseball team did I just watch? 215-592-9494. That is our biggest takeaway big, biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, America's largest law firm. Some other things that stuck out. And again, 215-592-9494 to react. Uh, it, it's been shocking. The, the Phillies have just looked like the better team against a Rays squad that has the most wins in baseball and tie for the most wins. Now, the Braves will pass them tonight. The Braves, I believe, are the best team in baseball. But for a majority of the season, the Rays have been one of the best. Now, it's been bullpen games um, and, and whatnot. But still, like, you don't just go down to Tampa and do what the Phils have done. I've seen good teams go down there and struggle the last couple of years. A lot of them in the AL East, whether it's the Yankees, Red Sox, you know, uh, Blue Jays. Like, it feels like I watch them go down there and bang, that kind of Tampa Bay Ray magic takes over. Well, the Phils have gone down there for two straight games. They look like the better team. And you want to talk about a good sign? It's a good sign that, again, a part of the 11 straight wins. That's good. Going to Chicago is good, but starting to stack up series wins against actually good teams. You know, they beat, they took two or three from the Dodgers. They took three or four from the Diamondbacks. The Cubs weren't a bad team when they played them. I believe they'd won 11 of 15 heading into that series. And and then going down to Tampa. And whatever happens tomorrow happens. But they took a series. And and they and you know when when you talk about oh my God, all I do is beat up in bad teams. Not really the case anymore. So uh, that's been something else that has been a big takeaway for me. And my third and final takeaway is (laughs) it's hard not to gush about the kid because he is – I think the the highest compliment that you can pay to a baseball player is that that guy's a ball player. Like that guy is a straight-up – Ball player, and that is Bryson Stott. Is he going to be the highest paid player on the team? No. Is he going to be the best player on the team? Probably not. But that dude is a ball player. Four hits tonight. He could have had five. Hit a ball of the wall in his in his fifth at bat, in his second year, second full year in the big leagues, year two. He's batting three oh four with a three forty on base percentage and a four twenty nine slugging percentage. It feels like he comes through in clutch spots. You know, if there's a if there's a runner on base, runner in scoring position, two outs, whatever, I trust Bryson Stott in that situation. I believe he has the second most two-hit uh, or two-strike hits in baseball. That's incredibly impressive. And I've started to dream on what the future of Bryson Stott can be. Like, the fact that we're getting this in year two, where's he going to be in year four, five, six? Like, are we going to consistently have a 300- Average guy from second base. And, and if he hits 20 home runs, great. But more like a 15 home run guy that you trust in big spots. I mean, that's what Bryson Stott is. And, and I see what Luis Iriz is doing down in Miami. I don't think he's going to hit 400. But, I mean, we're talking about a chance to compete for batting titles with Bryson Stott. Four hits tonight. Average over 300 again. Consistency. A ton of two-strike hits. Clutch hits. It's what he is. And there's a part of me that, um, speaking of another young guy here, I love, and I think this is a good sign for the future of the Phillies and, and, and hopefully finding more homegrown talent. I like that the two guys, two of the guys that I trust the most in, in big spots and games are homegrown. And in him and Alec Bohm. I mean, Alec Bohm, batting seventh, he's been frustrating when it comes to driving the ball out of the ballpark or – you know, he goes into these slumps where he's just jamming the baseball into the ground. But the guy leads the team in RBIs, batting in the seventh spot. So, um and, and boom, all of a sudden he's up to two eighty five with a three thirty two on base percentage and a four thirty four slugging percentage. You know, these are these are good growth signs from two of your your young your young guys. And I just like that. Our two young guys are, are some of the guys that you trust in big spots in ballgames. So, a ton of good takeaways, a beautiful baseball game, a well-played baseball game, besides some hiccups early. Either way, just a great night of baseball for the Phillies. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Let's sneak in Nick in Chester County. What's happening, Nick?
1: What's up, Jack? What's going on, man? Um, Well, I was watching this game tonight, and I'm not sure if you would agree, but I'll just tell you, like, I haven't really had this thought all year, but I kind of think the Phils are better than they, than they were last year, which is something that I didn't really think I'd uh, be saying at this point through the first two months of the season. But, like, I sort of just have more faith in this squad. And I guess because well, they've uh,
0: – go ahead. Well, and I think obviously a part of that is that we did just see them in the World Series last year. Right. So, like, yeah.
1: it's, it's kind
0: of easier to do that.
1: Yeah. And, like, I'm not totally saying they're – going to go back because obviously like with the 08 to 11 teams, like they got better record wise and on paper every year and they would lose earlier and earlier in the playoffs. But like, I feel like with this year's team, it just feels like there's more, um, sort of just like a more threatening offense. I feel like top to bottom, like last year, I sort of felt like when Schwarber didn't go, it was hard. It was hard for them to score runs. Obviously in the postseason, that wasn't totally the way it played out. But like when Harper got hurt and threw, like the summer months last year and all that, it just felt like they were super Schwarber-reliant. And, like, with this team, it, it kind of feels like Schwarber's in the role that he should be in, where it's like, if he hits a home run, great. If he doesn't, like, we have a, plenty of other guys to get the job done. And it just kind of feels like one through nine. They're a more threatening offensive lineup than I feel like they were consistently last year. And, obviously, the pitching staff has, you know, been rolling. And, obviously, Taiwan wasn't as good tonight, but still competed and gave you seven strong. So I'm feeling good about this bunch.
0: Yeah, Nick, and I appreciate the call. I'll say this. I think they have a higher upside than last year for sure. Um, you know, I, I trust the pieces in the bullpen more. I mean, the Gregory Soto addition. The fact that they got Gregory Soto for Matt Veerling and, and Nick Maton, I mean, it's a heist. It really is. And and he was a guy that had command issues, someone that the, the Tigers, I feel like, didn't really trust. And Dave Nabrowski trusted in, in Caleb Cotham and, and that coaching staff to get the most out of him. And he's been on a heck of a roll. So – you have the bullpen, I think has more upside. Obviously what Craig Kimbrell's done. I mean, he hasn't blown a save and it lets Alvarado be kind of the floating guy. Um, we'll see with Sir Anthony. Hopefully he's fine, but the oblique thing is obviously an issue. You look at the offense and yeah, Schwarber is, is frustrating. Uh, he's batting in the one the eighties, but he's third in the league in home runs. He's up there and walks and, the fact of the matter is, is they win a ton of games with him in the leadoff spot. So um, you know that's there. The, the the offense and what they've done, uh, you know, a little in this last little run here, it's still really without Trey Turner. And he had that home run tonight, and that was great. Um, but you you hope that as the season goes along, you start seeing more and more of the real Trey Turner. The nice part is that Nick Castellanos has bounced back, and it's and and the, kind of the Turner that we got. You know, the the Turner we're getting this year was the Castellanos of last year, but the Castellanos of of, of this year had they got last year, there's probably a parade down Broad Street. Like that's how good Castellanos has been. So. Um, I don't know if I feel... like I, I, We'd be lying to ourselves if we sat here on July 5th of last year where we're like, yeah, they're going to go to the World Series. I think it's totally fair to feel better about this team than you did at this point last year. And it definitely doesn't hurt that we saw them go to the World Series. 215 It's Jack Fritz hanging out here on the final lap. We'll get to all of your phone calls on the other side as we continue to react to what was a, a great, great win down at Tropicana Field. But also... Uh, One big reason to exhale, and no, it didn't happen at Tropicana Field tonight. What is it? I'll tell you that in addition to your phone calls coming up next. That is our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. And, and why is that our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game? Well, I think it's very simple because that was a 6-4 baseball game in Tampa Bay. There is two outs, runners on second and third, and the Phillies – got a single, and they made it an 8-4 game, and again, like, what team did I watch tonight? Listen, I'm not saying, like, this isn't to come on here and be like, well, no, the Phillies are a bad team. They're not a bad team at all. The Phillies are a good team, but part of what makes a good team a great team is, is playing good, solid, fundamental baseball, and I just thought tonight was so funny from the standpoint of everything we've complained about. Besides Schwarber, because everyone loves to complain about Schwarber now. Um, they did the the exact opposite of. Like, they did the exact opposite of what they usually did, do. And usually, in a 6-4 game on the road, um, when they're not winning 11 straight and there's two outs, they simply don't get a hit in that situation. But they did. They got insurance runs. Crazy concept. Um, but either way, shout out to Brandon Marsh. Good stuff there. Um, and again, they had five two out RBIs. I feel like that never happens. Welcome on back. It is the final out, which is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fred's hanging out with you, reacting to a Phil's big 8-4 win down at Tropicana Field. So, uh, there is one big reason to exhale, and and there is a lot of worry before the game. Um, there, there was the report that Andrew Painter had some stiffness, and he did not get on the mound yesterday, and Panic in the streets. Andrew Painter is is never going to pitch a a game for the Phillies ever. Well, he got on the mound yesterday – or got on the mound today, was able to throw a bullpen. So, uh, not – we don't know the extent of the bullpen, but the fact that he was able to uh, get back out there, get back on the horse, and not hopefully be a major setback, I think is a good sign. So, uh, you know, we talk about the fifth starter spot. You know, are they going to go out there and address the trade deadline? Frankly, I think that'd be a mistake at this point. Um, you know, I think I think what Nola did yesterday hopefully is a sign of things to go, things to come. Just fastball both sides of the plate. They use the sinker more. Crazy, crazy concept there. Wheeler's Wheeler um, Ranger. I feel like. Sunday was more of a, a blip in the radar, more than a, a sign for concern. Tywin Walker I thought was good tonight. I, I thought early in the game he got bled to death a little bit. Uh, Trey Turner made the mistake early in the game, and then he settled in and, and looked more like the Tywin Walker that we had seen in June. And then in the fifth starter spot, even if Andrew Painter doesn't come back, and I'm not closing the book on that, I mean, Chris Sanchez, if, if he can just give you what he's – Giving you so far, and I'm sure he's going to take a little bit of a step back, but just give him a good four or five. I mean, I'll I'll die for six, um, but just go out there and, and be serviceable, and you don't have to go up and give up assets for a starter. I think this is good enough. And now Andrew Painter seems like not a huge uh, uh, setback, just a one-day setback, and was back on the mound today. So I think that is a really, really good sign and definitely an exhale moment after you hear – stiffness in the elbow um as he's com- coming back from from the, the arm injury. Two and five, five 94-94 is how you get in. Dave is in Maryland. What's happening, Dave?
2: Hey Jack, great win. I mean that that they like you said, they did everything that they said in years past they don't do. When the when the Rays scored, they came back and scored right back at him. Uh I think several times tonight. They they just you know just got two out hits. They started some rallies with two outs. Castellanos went to just a, tank to center. I mean it was uh just a good, I mean great win. I mean stuff that you don't talk about like Jeff Hoffman coming in and yep. getting an inning without having to warm up anybody behind him is that's that kind of stuff is, you know, big for tomorrow and big for this weekend, you know. Uh the Marlins, I don't know if you saw how they won tonight. I did. I did. So, oh, geez. The only way to take care of them is to uh you know take care of ourselves and uh they might have done us a favor tonight, putting the sink, putting a nail in Saint Louis's uh, coffin and giving yeah. us Goldsmith. So yeah, I mean that would be
0: something. But yeah, I mean Miami just again, it feels like it, they just keep skating
2: by. Like they yeah. they can't keep getting away with this. We'll see. No, they run differential negative, and they, they keep you know, I mean, even after they won by 15 runs yesterday, still negative. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, like I said, three three good starters this weekend against them. Take a series there too, and you know, going to the break with uh, at least four out of six, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the call, Dave. And I was actually going to bring it up next segment. I'm glad Dave did. One of the more unheralded uh, unheralded things that happened tonight was was Jeff Hoffman. You know, being able to come in. It's an eight four game. Obviously, not a save situation, but still for a guy who's been as traditionally as inconsistent as Jeff Hoffman has been. That's a big spot for him at this point. Um, I know he's ear in the twos, but that's not in more high leverage ish spots uh, like tonight. And the fact that they don't have to warm someone up when you have Chris Sanchez on the mound tomorrow, it's not really a bullpen game. I mean, Chris Sanchez is the starter, but you never know. He could be four innings, it could be three innings. Um, in a perfect sense, it's five, six. But, um, you know, the fact that you didn't have to get Alvarado hot or Kimbrel hot and Jeff Hoffman could just come in and and do a job, that's big, and especially heading into what could be a bullpen game, could also be a rest day, but not overworking these guys before you head down to Miami this weekend in a in a big 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 three game set um, heading into the All Star break. So Jeff Hoffman definitely you know being able to come in and do a job, and shout out to Rob Thompson for trusting him. You know I think that's two two spots tonight where Rob Thompson earned some some brownie points uh it's trusting and Walker in the in the 7th to get out of that inning um Soto's a, a bit of a no-brainer that's a, a big part of the the Rays order you want one of your high leverage guys on that that portion of the lineup to kind of shut that down and then didn't feel the need to go to one of his aces in the back of the bullpen and trusted Jeff Hoffman to go out there and get a job done so i totally agree uh, with Dave, I think that's a that's a, a a good good thing by Rob Thompson. Tonight, Ron is in Monco. Man, it's been a while, Ronnie. How's it going, buddy?
3: It's magic. <laughs>
0: how Look we up, doing? Buddy. How we how we doing? How you feel about those fills?
3: Uh well, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. But I could tell you something you want to know. You know, uh, they're they're on uh, Freddie. Uh, you know, Barney Rubble out in left field. I oh, mean, you're... what are we what are we not supposed to be? What you supposed to be worried about Schwarber? That guy. We can't get him off the field fast enough, and you know it. Okay. I mean,
0: what well, well, what are you supposed to do about it right now?
3: Well, believe
0: me, they're they're doing everything they can. I I agree with you, but they're doing
3: everything I, they can. They're they're just praying that you know, you know. But I just don't. I, I just hope that they don't rush Bryce in too soon because they need his bat in the lineup, and they need him somewhere on the field. Uh, you know. This was, this is, I, I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be one of the worst signings, and, and the Phillies have made many, all right? And I'm 40 years older than you, dude, okay? Okay. The worst signing in Philadelphia history. Who? Uh, Phillies history. Who? Okay. Now, you see this kid, start? Who is the worst signing?
0: Who, who is the worst signing?
3: That, uh, uh, Barney Rubble out in left field.
0: He's, he's the worst signing in, in Philly's he's history? He's the worst. Listen. What are you talking about, Ron?
3: Okay. What what are you, what are you talking about? 46 uh, home runs? Yeah. Over two yeah. last strikeouts? I'm talking about 46 home runs, big home runs young. in
0: the playoffs, being the tone you setter. Can't
3: hit, you can't hit your weight, your body weight, Listen, let me ask, let me, can, I, can, I, can I
0: tell you, Ron, can I tell you a fact real quick? Can I tell you a fact before you keep going on? Uh,
3: I know your young kids' facts. Go ahead.
0: Well, no, so I would say this is more just obvious, but uh, Austin Hayes leads the AL in batting average, right? He's, he's batting over like 315 or whatever. Uh, Kyle Schwarber has more total bases than than Austin Hayes. So, listen, batting average is frustrating, but I will take top five in walks and third in home runs in the NL for sure.
3: Okay. What? Tell me what he did in the
0: first two months. He tell struggled me. in the first two months. but Nothing. He still has ended two up as, as that's
3: the third of the season.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. What are
3: you? What are you even arguing about?
0: What are now you arguing, arguing about? Did you, did you? Did you watch from June on last year? Did you watch what happened when Bryce went down? Did you watch what happened in the postseason? Did you, you watch them hot. since he's I gotten back into hot. the leadoff spot this year?
3: Okay, well, you want to play Russian roulette? Go ahead and do it. It's not Russian roulette. It's just winning it
0: baseball. It's winning baseball, Ron. No, no it's
3: not. It's he's a winner. Mirrors,
0: he's, he's not smoking no. mirrors. He's been the biggest winner in baseball in the last seven years. How about no that? No, he
3: has not. He no, has, he yes, not. he
0: absolutely he came has.
3: Out of the, you don't even know where he came from. He came out of the Cubs. Indiana.
0: He, was he, he went to Indiana. He was the, what, fourth pick in the draft. He was a catcher. They turned him into an outfielder. Do you know Kyle right. Schwarber?
3: Right. And he was hot he was hot for the last quarter of their two thousand uh sixteen Well he was and World he tore his ACL and, and he, he came, came back in the
0: World Series and had hits in the World Series.
3: Yeah. But the point is are we gonna keep going here or are you gonna that continue to winning?
0: be continue to be wrong, Ron? I just wanna know like how long do you wanna keep no, going? No, on
3: no, this? no no, I'm not wrong because because you are hundred percent wrong. You're hundred you percent wrong. No, all you all you guys in there guys under, what under thirty. Under thirty or thirty, okay. Don't understand. Everybody says, okay. Oh, Aaron Noah. Oh, he's great pitcher. Great pitcher. Is he really? What have, have you he heard really? me say? What
0: have you heard me say? He's a great pitcher.
3: It doesn't. It's the whole point of the whole thing. Okay. You're trying. What the Phillies are trying to do is is, is push something down our throat that we know better than. Now, thank God, I can tell you this much. Thank God. The Castellano is picking up the slack, and, and
0: I bet last year the you said Castellano he was awful too, Ronan. I bet you said he was awful last year too. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question because you're supposedly a, a baseball guy, right?
3: Well, I um, know I'm a baseball guy. You,
0: who, who has been a bigger problem at the plate this year, Trey Turner or Kyle Schwarber?
3: Well, you know what? I, I, here, here's what I'm going to say to you. Right? When you you, you, you know, know the answer. You days, just don't wait, want to wait, tell me. I got you. <laughs> let me answer the question, okay? Yes. Like a real man, okay? First of all, who went out and paid three hundred million dollars for the guy? Not me.
0: Okay, so you're not, you're, me. Not, you're not answering the question, Ron.
3: No, I'm getting to the answer, but you need a little education here. Oh well, no, I've already, million. I've already, I've
0: already dished out enough education, Ron. I'm just, I'm just trying to get you to answer the question. Who has right, been a bigger problem at the plate this question? year, Schwarber or Turner? Right now, right now, Turner, you know what? Just say Turner. Just say Turner. No, I, Ron. I can't say, yes I you can. Say yes you can, Ron. He has 9 home too. runs, he's batting 240, his OBP is 298. Kyle Schwarber has yeah. more walks, yeah. more home runs, more total bases. Who has been a bigger problem at the plate, Turner right.
3: or Schwarber? Right. Who's killing you out in left field,
0: L. dude? L L mm-hmm. over ding 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 ding. Win for Fritz. 215592. on the other side. We'll look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Tom Kelly. It's Jack Fritz here on The Final Out. God, I love him. Bryson Stott, that is your player of the game. Brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash Home. What a player. I feel like... um, He is like obviously if you are a a middle aged dad out there or in your sixties, you won't get this reference. But I feel like everyone under thirty, like he is your 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 uncle's favorite player or like your dad's favorite player, and you know you know they're thinking Lana Utley to 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 Bryson Stott. Um, But regardless, the kid's just a, a ball player and the kid's a winner, and it feels like big spots he comes through. Defense has been great and. One thing I was thinking about tonight went with a Turner struggling again out at shortstop and made the play yesterday as a routine play. I wonder if they'd ever consider swapping Turner and, and Stott and and put Stott at, at shortstop, play Turner at second base and. Um, like maybe Turner just kind of has the yips right now and they can just let him go play second, take the pressure off him. Cause I, I don't think anything affects Bryson Stott. Um, I mean, they dumped the whole dang uh, uh water cooler on him tonight. So he had, he had no problem. He was unfazed. The mic got messed up a little bit, but regardless um, the kid's just a, a, a winner. He's great and plays really solid defense and it, it's hard not to, to gush about him. And, and you think about, all the, the years of, oh, are they ever going to have home, homegrown stars or homegrown players? I don't know if Bryson Stott's ever going to be a star. I think he's going to be maybe a multi-time all-star. Um, people like around the league want to appreciate what he does with the bat. Because it doesn't hit enough home runs and the slugging percentage won't be there and and whatnot, but I think everyone here understands the kind of player that Bryson Stott is, and 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 he is my player of the game tonight. Welcome on back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. Look, let's go back to the phone lines here. Tom is in North Wales. What's, What's happening, Tom?
4: Jack, I always love hearing you talk, man, because you always you always share my perspective. You do. Thanks. I buddy. would I not appreciate you. I, I w- I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I would not change. You don't make. Listen, Trey was. He's gonna. He's gonna be great. I agree with he's, you. I totally. Agree I really feel. You. I really feel that he. Somebody asked me. I was having dinner and we we're watching it. I think he really has felt as anybody. Three hundred million over eleven years or ten years or whatever it is. I really believe that a person. Like I'm talking about a person, not necessarily just a pro, feels it, and he feels pressure. So you let him do what he's doing. You leave your strength at your strength. Stott is a stud, and I get. And I'm by the way, I'm older than mid thirties, so I uh, I know what you're saying. But he's yeah. no. Listen, he's no Chase Ollie. Listen, no, you got to no, go. No, no, got to no. go a long way. Yeah, my only my only question, and I asked your producer. I said, "Listen, I don't want Schwarber out of the lineup. I want him first, and I want the same, and I want the attack. and And by the way, he is he's the only guy that I believe. I don't know that speaks up and has got a positive attitude, but he he just the pop up in the second or third inning. Yep." That he couldn't get to. Listen, it's his hamstring. It's his knee. It's something, but he's gutting it out, but he couldn't get to it. And we gave that up. That was an easy catch for somebody, you know, and it's not, I'm not breaking his shoes. I'm just saying, what do you think we could do trade deadline to get him to the only way he can be DH is if our best
0: well, the God. only way they can get him to DH is if Bryce can play first base. It's it's pretty much as simple as that. The you're only pretty, way. Yep. Well, because like, because then you're you have to take Bryce out of the DH spot, you know, and they they can't do. It. I know,
4: but you, you don't think you don't think Bryce could play? I'd rather him playing left field. Left yeah. field.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Because Tom. you know what?
4: Because because you know what? It's not the it's not the ridiculous throw. You know what I mean?
0: But. Yeah, and I appreciate the call. I guess my thought is like so I think at first base you'll you have to throw from multiple different angles to, to um you know get the job done at, at some points. But at the same time, like if if a ball's going into the corner and Bryce has to go down there and really ramp up and put everything into it, I just think that's a more strenuous throw. And you look at first base, like, how often do you really see them? I mean, sure, he needs to be able to make the, the throw from first to second to turn double plays. Like, that's something that has to happen. And and when I think he does eventually go over and play first base, I would not be surprised if you see a lot of teams try to steal on him early and see and make him make that throw. He never played the position before. Um, so he's going to have to show teams that he can make that throw, and he has to stay healthy through that. So, you know, maybe that is ramping the arm up. I just believe that putting him in the outfield, fresh off Tommy John, where he has to throw the ball, I don't know, like two, two hundred feet, and and try to get up to like again ninety eight, ninety nine miles an hour on your on your elbow again, that's a pretty big ask coming from a guy coming back from Tommy John, you know, last he just he just he came back in in record time and to expect him to be back in the outfield making those kind of throws. Now, at the same time, like, gosh, Wilbur has, like, a, a lollipop for an arm. Um, so, you know, it's not like he has to go out there and throw every ball 110%, but there are going to be times where he's going to have to ramp it up and his arm's going to have to hold up. So it's interesting. It's been talked about a lot. Respected baseball people I, I, I like. Say maybe Bryce in the outfield makes more sense because it might be less strenuous in the arm. I just think when you got to ramp it up, it's still a, a more it's a, it's a tougher throw coming back from Tommy John. But yeah, I mean Schwarber and left's a problem. Like, um, and and there's really no solution until Harper gets back and can play first base and and see if that's serviceable. Um, the Schwarber at the plate thing, like I just I don't know. <laughs> they win a lot of games with him at leadoff. Um. You look at the other teams that have tried to buy their way to a championship, because let's be honest, the Phillies are, are trying to buy their way to a championship. They've kind of fallen apart because I don't think they have uh, the leadership intact. Kyle Schwarber is the leader of the Phillies. I, Bryce Harper is the best player. They have better players than Kyle Schwarber. But I think he's the most important. He's the guy that does the postgame speeches. He's the guy that I think brings this team together. So you might be frustrated with the batting average. I get that. But the guy's not interested in hitting singles. Sometimes I wish he would. Sometimes I wish he would just try to go the other way and get a little hit. He's trying to do damage. He's trying to hit home runs. They're like twenty-five games over five hundred when they uh, when they score first. Like it's it's their it's their 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 way to success. He likes hitting leadoff. He you know he has a chance to give you a one nothing lead like that. He gave the Phillies six one nothing leads in 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 June this year. You know just leading off the game with the home run. You know it's he he does winning things. I there's been moments this year where he hasn't come up big in, in a big spot. And that's been surprising to me. Cause I feel like he generally does. Um, I do think he's battling, uh, something with his legs that are causing him to look slower in left field, but I think he's a, a really, really important piece of this team. And I don't think that they would be as good as they are. Um, and even though this year has been frustrating at the beginning, but really the way they turned this around, if it wasn't for Kyle Schwarber. So, um, I just think I think it's such an overreaction, a lot of the stuff that goes on with Kyle Schwarber. 215-592-9494, but get, before we get to uh, tomorrow and, and sneak in some more phone calls. Uh, coming up next Tuesday for the All-Star Game, come hang out with uh, Seltzer and I. We're having a High Hopes watch party. By the way, if you don't listen to the High Hopes podcast, subscribe on, on wherever you get your podcast. It's just Seltzer and I nerding out about baseball. Uh, we'll be out at Time Out on Pine in Huntington Valley from 7 to, uh, you know, the end of the ball game, end of the All-Star game. Regardless, uh, $3 Miller Lite bottle and draft specials, all of it presented by Miller Lite. You have a chance to win Phillies tickets, hang out with Selter and I and, and a bunch of other people. It's Miller time. Phillies fans celebrate responsibly. Tomorrow, Phillies. Obviously going for the sweep down in Tampa, Chris Sanchez on the mound versus Sean Armstrong. So another bullpen game for the Rays. They've had a ton of uh, injuries in their starting rotation, even for a team that has so much organizational depth when it comes to the pitching side, even they have, have struggled to, to, to stay healthy. So uh, another bullpen game for the Rays, which means the Phillies should go out there and, and take advantage of that. Uh, Chris Sanchez has been good though. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see him in a little revenge spot. Yes. He was acquired from the Rays for Curtis Mead, who had turned into a top 50 prospect. We'll see what he does in the big leagues. But uh, Sanchez has been good. And one of the big adjustments they've done with him is they've said, hey, just throw the ball down the middle and let your, your stuff just play. Don't try to nibble the corners. You don't need to do that. Just go let your natural stuff kind of play. So, um, you know, we, we talked about it last segment. Thompson didn't have to use all of his best guys tonight out of the bullpen. And um, a lot of that goes to Tywin Walker for being able to, to battle his way through that. But, you know, uh, Jeff Hoffman in the ninth, being able to hold an 8-4 lead and not let anyone else get, get warmed up, that gives you a nice little uh, healthy, good bullpen tomorrow down in tampa so chris sanchez versus sean armstrong um obviously marks and race will lead you into it and i will have you for final out let's sneak in dustin in the northeast what's happening dustin
4: yeah how you doing
2: good man what's up uh i just wanted to call and uh i want to hear your thoughts on shorbert not sitting out a single game this season so far like, not, wow. I'm pretty I mean, sure he's played every single game and him not even taking one seat compared to everybody else on the team, at least sitting once.
0: Well, do you think that's Schwarber's fault or do you think that's the manager's fault?
2: Exactly. I think that's uh, Philly rod's fault. I don't, I don't particularly like the way he manages games sometimes, but I don't under, do understand why that would be even a thing to where he's sitting and playing in the outfield every game, even after all his fielding mishaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think that they, they they like playing Schwarber. Um, you know, I mean, he's a guy that they like having his power in the lineup when Bryce is not giving them much power. He's a guy that will go out there and at least give you that threat. So, it, um, yeah, he's he's definitely given rest days to like Stott against lefties and Marsh against lefties, even though they've been better against lefties than Schwarber. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's he's their leader of the team, and uh, they kind of ride with him, and you know. As he's been in the leadoff spot, they've turned the season around and they got to the Game 6 of the World Series with him in the leadoff spot all while batting in the low 200s. So it's it's a new, new era of baseball, but either way, always fun. Phil's win, uh, one of the best wins of the season, a complete game, a game that they did the exact opposite of what they usually do regardless. Uh, it was you know, going down to Tampa, taking at least the first two in a three-game set. I... Very shocked, frankly, especially off the weekend against the Nats, which I felt was more like a blip in the radar than a cause for concern. Either way, uh, definitely did not anticipate going down and taking the first two in Tampa. So shout out to the Phils. Big win tonight. Tom Kelly's got you next. He'll take you through the rest of the night reacting to the game and all of that fun stuff. Marks and Reese will have you for leading off tomorrow, and then I will have you for final out again, hopefully coming off a Phils sweep as they go for 12 straight. 12 straight road wins, which is just a a sentence I thought I'd never be able to say about the Phillies. Either way, that's going to do it for me. Dan Wilson produced this hour of the program. Tom Kelly's got you next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.